Welcome everyone to another episode of the Chuck Graham Show, and I want to talk a little bit about Richard Brooks and the shooting by Atlanta PD. Stay tuned. Welcome back. Eventually, I'll get this studio set up to where we got cameras and all that. But right now, it's just podcast worthy, so to speak. Anyway, Richard, um, Richard Brooks, the man that got went to sleep or passed out in the Wendy's drive-through, and then ended up fighting with the police, and he got shot. Now here we go again with the protest and the riots and all that. But let me bring some clarity to this. And anybody that knows or has listened to my show, I am an ex-cop years ago, right? But you can stay one level above the perpetrator in the use of force. So what that means is, and there is no shoot to kill or any of that kind of mess. You shoot to stop the threat, right? Now, if you if you ask me if I would have shot him, I don't know. I wasn't in that situation. I've been in some hairy situations before because I worked alone. Um, but would I have shot him? Well, let me just tell you what a firearms instructor, my firearms instructor, told me years ago. There's a difference between running with a gun and using a gun to run. Now, what I mean by that is if you see a guy running down the street with a gun in his hand. He looks back at you. You better not shoot him. If he turns and points that gun at you and fires it, then all bets are off because he's using a gun to run. If he'll fire at you, he'll fire at another civilian. He'll fire at any citizen. You're going you're gonna to take his ass out. Just that simple. A little bit different with a taser. I get that. Um, so he turns and he shoots the taser at him. At first I, I saw what looked like to me was muzzle flare and I actually thought that, damn, he's shooting at him, but it was a taser. He, they had wrestled with him and couldn't get him in custody for some reason. And, um, so he fires the taser at him, officer draws his weapon and shoots him. Well, to me, it was a justified shooting. Now, if if I was in the same situation, would I have shot him? I don't know. Um, probably not. Um, because, you know, you got to understand, cops are a little different than they used to be back in the 90s. Um, I remember a situation where we had that big old screen up and we had these simulations and then the guns and... And I remember a, a friend of mine that I, I worked security with. His name was um, Mike Bateman. He was lineman for the power company. And I liked Mike. And a lot of people didn't get along with him. But he was one of them rough and tumble guys. And I can remember we were we were doing firearms training. And a guy comes out of the, comes out of the car on the video. Um, and we're supposed to simulate this as being real, right? So he comes out on the video, and old Mike's standing there, and we're all laughing because the guy on the video has a crowbar. And uh, he's coming at him, 
And he's like, I'm going to tell you, fella, you need to put that damn crowbar down now. We're going we gonna to get to kicking some ass. <laughs> and uh, he never drew his weapon. <laughs> he was going to actually take that guy on. with the, But you got to, it was a whole different breed of cops back then. And I thought that was funny. But in real life, in real situation, you'd probably draw your weapon and tell him to put it down. If he didn't put it down and he started coming at you with it, this is not TV, folks. Um, you'd shoot him. It's that simple. You pull out a baseball bat and you come at me with it and you're you're just shot. If you po- point a taser at me and you shoot it, the only the only difference in that situation, and he's using a taser to run from the cop, so who's to say he won't tase somebody else? But... And and that taser can be a deadly weapon if you shoot somebody in the neck with it or the face with it or even rubber bullets can be. If you shoot somebody in the head with a beanbag gun, it's, it, it, it'll it kill them. I mean, it's like getting, you know, hitting, hit by a steroid up Mike Tyson. I mean, if you, you get hit with one of those things and you get hit in the right place, it can kill you. So it's a non-lethal, but it can be lethal. So <clears throat> the... I don't think the guy should have been fired. And I think he has a really good position uh and grounds to sue. I think he has he I think he has standing to sue. I absolutely do do. And if I was him I'd sue the city and retire. And I wouldn't do that job today just simply because it's just not worth it. You know? It's it just isn't. I mean, I was young back then. But now, there are cops that are just absolutely ridiculous. They are hateful, rude, and that's the ones that generally, generally really can't handle themselves very well. And I made hundreds upon hundreds of arrests, and my thing, I like warrants. I like to go out and serve warrants, and I did that for years by myself. And so I've been in situations like that. <clears throat> so... I remember fighting a guy in the middle of a four-lane highway. It was just me and me and him, and and I got him into custody and drug him back to the car, and and uh, never took that stuff personally, though. I mean, I saw him when he was going to pay his fine. He didn't challenge it in court or anything, and uh, he laughed and he said, "You still running?" I Meaning running after him, and I said, "Yeah, I guess so." What about you? And I just grinned at him, and he said. Well, not after paying this big old fine I got. I said, well, you know, stop beating your girlfriend's ass in the car in front of the police. So anyway, I never took that stuff personal. It didn't matter to me. My job was to arrest them and put them in jail. And I wasn't one of these that would just pile a bunch of charges on you either. You know, but this is not about me. But my point being is that what I'm trying to make is, is, you know, this guy was not a great, not a good guy. I've never, ever experienced anyone getting their ass beat by the cops, ever, that didn't resist arrest. The best thing you can do when you're arrest, arrested by the police, or if they come and talk to you, you know, you don't have to, you don't have to talk to the police. You don't have to give them anything but your identification when they ask for it. You don't have to tell them where you're going. You don't have to say nothing. And you don't even have to say nothing with a lawyer not present. The Ohio versus Rainer, the the basic function of the Fifth Amendment is so that innocent men do not get ensnared by ambiguous circumstances. Shut the hell up. And 
that's not just for guilty people. The Fifth Amendment has, has got really a bad rap. It's not for just guilty people. It's for innocent people. That's what it's for. Because the cops have 10,000 ways to stick it to you. You have one way to keep them from doing that, and that's to be quiet. So, you may have to go to jail. Fine. You won't stay there forever. And the way they do bail these days, you probably won't stay there for five minutes. So, be quiet. If they want to arrest you and charge you with something, let them charge you. Have your day in court. Just because they charge you with it. Because if you don't say anything, they can't say you said this. And I've seen a lot of people that think they're really suave and and can talk their way out of it. <clears throat> don't. Just be quiet. And that's what he should have done. He should have just not took the breathalyzer, said thanks but no thanks. Have a good day, officers. Um, if you want to arrest me, take me to jail. And put his hands behind his back and go to jail and argue it in court the next day uh, when, when he has his arraignment. Plead not guilty, go to trial, and argue it then. Act pro se if you can't. Well, it'll be criminal charges. You can get the, you'll have you'll have an attorney. Maybe the public defender, but you'll have an attorney. Well, anyway, that's what I, that was my take on on this uh, situation with uh, Brooks. Is I'm not so sure I would have been the one to do that, uh, and I would have handled it the same way because I really wasn't. You know, I've been on situations before that, you know, I've asked him, you got a, you got a gun. That's what we had when we come in and I had my gun in my hand and yes, sir, I do. I said, grab it by the barrel and stick it out the door or this is going to be, it's going to end really bad for you. And he did just that. And I'll tell you something, criminals know when you can take care of yourself and when you can't, they know these things and they'll read you like a, like a book. And if they feel that they can get away with that kind of crap, they will. They'll try. They'll try to do it. And I'm not saying these guys couldn't take care of themselves. I'm just saying they did the best they could with the circumstances they had. And uh, one thing is is that he should have just simply went to jail. That's where he's going. There's no stopping that. And he should never have turned around with that taser and shot at him. If he would have just ran down the road with the taser, there would have been no justification whatsoever for shooting him. But he was running with a taser. He was using that taser to run. I'm sorry. Excuse me. He wasn't just running with a taser. He was using that taser to run. There's a difference, and that taser can be deadly. But that's my take on it, guys. Hope you enjoyed the show. If you haven't subscribed, hit that subscribe button. And like the videos if you like them. If you don't, don't, well, then hit you don't like them. Leave comments in the, leave your uh, opinions in the comments. Anyway, everybody have a blessed day. God bless you all. See you.